Make way! Make way! You! Yes, you! Who else would I be talking to? Clear the table! Can you not see? This brave man had escaped from that horrendous kingdom who wrongly accused me of my crimes. Oh, the torches this hero must have gone through to uphold my whereabouts from those prying eyes. I can see it in their eyes that they would never squeal. Or did you? Tell me, are they on their way? Not telling me, hey? Do not test me, boy! I have powers and knowledge that would make you beseech whatever impotent Chthonic gods you worship. Hmm. Still not breaking? Well, perhaps... You don't know precisely what I can do to you. <laughs> Let me wet your blunt wits with but a drop of my ocean of expertise. Taking that man's whip, I shall break through and traverse the realms to ramble shamble. <laughs> <laughs> Good day and welcome to another episode of Ramble Shamble. You're hosted again by the magnificent Mackie. I have to do it to myself because I probably will be overspoken quite a few times this wonderful episode of when we Point in case. Today we are joined by none other than <laughs> Not a Nerd. Say hello, Not a Nerd. <laughs> hello, Not a Nerd. So he's going to provide us with sound effects, possibly throughout during this whole episode. We also joined by the typical Jotun. So. Hello, Jotun. How are you doing? I'm all thank you and you. Much better than some other people. <laughs> let's let's just say no no animals or people were harmed in the in the creation of this podcast episode. So we can be happy about that. But if they were, I would be a lot better than them. <laughs> <laughs> and for first time ever in our Ramble Shamble podcast, we not only have three members, we have a fourth member. Because we we enjoy both not a nerd just as much as the person who's been our podcast almost uh, he almost overtook him but luckily not a nerd came out of nowhere but with the introductions coming short Jules has joined us again for another wonderful episode say hello to the audience Jules we missed you no I, I refuse the audience <laughs> will say hello to me or I'm not speaking oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bow down at my Bow down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Move, bitch. Get out the way. So the audience may may be a bit worried about this episode because we now have four people speaking and there's going to be a lot of interruptions and one of our friends is on the verge of getting more drunk as the episode goes on. So we will see how things evolve over this episode of the topic of today. 
Now, before I get into the main topic, I want to ask you guys, because we all have obviously passed our high school, so that's a good news. And the episode today is all about tortures and punishments. But before we get to our topics of interest, do you guys have any noteworthy kind of warm ourselves and warm the audience up of any punishments when you guys ever got detention? If you did get detention, are you guys all good? Because I don't think, I think... I can confidently say that Jotun, not a nerd, and myself have all had detention. Jules, I'm not sure. Jules, are, are, you a, are you a good saint boy that's never had detention? Or have you been in that? Have you been naughty at school? I was traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the, uh, honestly, the way that I was uh, I'm, uh, punished was basically a form of torture. Ba- uh, so in grade three, I was iron deficient, and so I was always falling asleep. As an iron deficient person does. Okay. And so in grade three, I fell asleep at my desk, and my teacher saw this as a form of disrespect. She took my jersey and tied me to the chair to keep me upright, what? like a motherfucking tree. Sure, that that is yeah. traumatizing. Jeez, that that jeez, I I have not had that kind of form of punishment before. Could also be an effective scarecrow doing that. Bro, I was not scaring anybody. <laughs> just leave you outside leave you outside among the melees the only people I was scaring probably was the other teachers going why is he tied to his chair and she was like oh he's falling asleep it's fine it's fine it's fine I, I think I would have if, if if I went to school with you you would have been the kid that we picked on because it would have been easy pickings <laughs> <laughs> anemic yeah. falls asleep <laughs> perfect oh jeez <laughs> but then my mum's advice would have always kept taking Igno- ignore the bullies Jules ignore the bullies <laughs> And what about you, Jotun? What Do you know of any noteworthy punishments that you received going into detention? I think that we actually, both you, Not A Nerd, and I, all three had the exact same form of attention because we decided to play with sticks and stuff in the middle <laughs> of the woods. We went full Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Don't talk it down. <laughs> and uh, long story short, a few of the kids... Uh, started to bleed because we were just having way too much fun and as a result all the rest of us had to basically do wall sits for longer than any of us could manage and we (laughs) were sitting there yeah sitting there doing a squat against the wall with like basically perpendicular knees to the floor then a parallel knees to the floor for like 40 minutes at like, how old were we? I think we were like 8 or 10. Yeah, I, I, I can tell you. 10, 10 to 11. We were like grade 4. I've never ate in my life while crying. <laughs> but that day I was stuffing sandwiches in my mouth going, Good! <laughs> 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 It was rough. And it wasn't just like a little scratch on the throat. Yotin didn't... Uh, didn't do it justice. The dude got slit <laughs> by a spear that uh, by a makeshift spear. So a rock that was attached to a stick. <laughs> Jeez, what the fuck were you guys doing at that age? <laughs> Flapping out. Uh, Here I am chilling behind my PC playing Spider-Man 3. You guys are trying to murder each other. Yeah. Unsupervised kids. That's what we were. Oh, <laughs> uh, true. No, so uh, the reason why I raised that particular question is that over time, punishments that teachers could possibly enforce on kids, like what we just experienced, like Jules's one is just as bad. Like if I saw that happen to my child, I probably would throw 
or do something really nasty to the teacher. But that kind of punishment is getting more and more reduced as time goes on. Now teachers can, because in the past, we all know that teachers used to be able to hit people with, uh, hit the kids with rulers and all kinds of other different things. So over time, we can see how that has now been reduced. Maybe we become more civilized. Maybe we're just more aware of the consequences. Or maybe we're just that little more fragile. So this episode is going to be a bit of an interesting one because now we are not talking about the worst punishments. We want the best punishments, the ones that really stand out and we say, boy, if this ever happened to me, I probably would be a changed man or girl. You guys can identify however you wish. I identified myself as a man at this stage. So, guys, this is a four-person podcast episode, so this is going to be a bit different how we normally do our episodes. We're going to do, let's say, our big bertha of a worst torture. By worst, I mean like the torture mechanism that you fear, or if you were to inflict on the worst of your enemies, you would probably, this would be the torture method of your choice. So... I'm going to give the ball out a little bit, unless you guys would like me to go first, but I know Jotun has a well-stocked ideas and approaches of because of his history and knowledge, but Jules, would you like to go first, or would you like myself to go first? I'm giving you the option, because technically I'm the host, but I feel like giving the guest the option who should go first. Uh, sure, I'll go first. Upon a quick research uh, trip into the internet, all I really <laughs> had to do was type in unusual torture, and this was holy pepperoni. And so I was, it was torn between two, but I eventually chose the latter. Have you guys ever heard of scaphism? Scaphism. No. Scaphism. S-C-A-P-H-I-S-M. So essentially what would happen is your enemy or whoever or whomever was torturing you would essentially tie you between two logs or two sturdy posts. And so they basically force feed you milk and honey. Whoa. Which would eventually cause a large amount of uh, unpleasant diarrhea. Uh, after which they would then place you between these two logs, or well, you're still between these two logs. They would then take those two logs with you still in between them, place you nearby a bed of uh, still water, or perhaps a place where a lot of manure or compost or just a general shit show is going on. And they would then, so obviously you're still in there with your diarrhea and your milk and your honey, and they, so they pour more milk and honey over you, and you would then attract insects who would then to start would then start to consume you as well. Uh... And so I can only imagine actually. Actually, no, you know what? I can't. I can't imagine going through that. Um, I don't have any enemies who I would deem worthy of this. Um, and so, yeah, that just seems pretty terrible to me. I don't know what you guys think. I don't know if you think this is terrible or not. <laughs> did, they, did, did they say what kind of bugs? Like, were they like beetles? Were they like flies? Well, because... I can only assume that it's the worst type of bugs because they're bugs, period. Oh my gosh. That would, sure, if, if that would ever happen to me, I probably would die by shock before the bugs would get to me because... Yeah, you'd probably get some sort of infection, septicemia or something like that. Parasites. At least it was like a useful death, right? Oh! Yeah, well, I, I'm sure something would be bugging him by the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the bug man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't really have much else to say about that, yeah. Uh, did you did you mention that the people are strapped between two boats? Uh, I mentioned two sturdy posts and logs. I did not mention boats, but uh, those are what I think would count as two wooden surfaces, I suppose. Ah, okay. Because I think this was meant to happen in the middle of the ocean or something. Not necessarily the middle of the ocean, just somewhere where insects would gather readily. 
oh man what a bitch that's such an interesting thing like how long would they be strapped to this thing before they until expire? they oh uh probably for at least a few days um at least a few days upright and then until they're dead or completely consumed by insects I am. Oh no, Daddy! Do not. Uh, <laughs> do Daddy, not I would like my own <laughs> private insects. <laughs> do not fill me with milk and honey, Daddy. It's not good for my skin. <laughs> <laughs> is is this your? Oh, my, like, dude, honey is the best for your skin. But is this your worst form of torture or your best? I mean, your weakest. No, no. I mean, I mean your weakiest. This was my most uncomfortable to hear about form of torture. <laughs> oh, yeah, hundred percent. So, so your best. Uh, well, okay, if that was if that was the category into which I was fitting, then sure? Question mark. <laughs> you didn't find anything involving the anus, right? Um, I found something involving a hole, but not necessarily the anus. <laughs> because, oh, okay. because, because, like, pretty hectic diarrhea will make your butt like. Give you pretty bad ring sting. Like oh my if it gosh. if it led to your death, you know. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know, in so- in South Africa, ring sting is basically where your 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 butthole hurts so much from the diarrhea <laughs> that it's like it's like diarrhea to level eleven because yeah because it hurts so much and you can't stop. Over level 9,000! Apart from, you know, the ring sting, the dehydration, the exposure, the bites, the stings, I think that this actually isn't such a bad form of torture. Because, hey, you're still getting milk and honey. And people talk about lands of milk and honey, so that's kind of a good thing. Did you, do you guys know the song? You're sitting on the moon and your butt goes boom, diarrhea, diarrhea. You're sitting on the pond and your balls go blood, diarrhea, diarrhea. Jeez. <laughs> I, I, heard a, I heard a part of the song, it goes, if it's running down your leg like a soft boiled egg, diarrhea, <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, the Torture's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, audience, I know this has been late in the episode since we already gave one of the options, <laughs> but this is not safe for work. <laughs> We're Amy listening to this. I apologize. <laughs> All together now. All oh, together. <laughs> diarrhea. Oh, over me? No, thank you. Fuck it up. <laughs> no, over you, maybe. I'm not having that shit. Fuck it. Okay. okay, so I like your. I like, I like Jules' form of torture because. I agree with you, Yotsen. The honey and milk would be pretty cool in the beginning, but the fact that you have such great pleasure and then tie between two poles and just there, left there to fester, it's like it's like the death penalty in parts of America. I'm not too sure who still applies it, where you get one final meal before you get electrocuted or put sedated and killed peacefully. But it is a very interesting idea, and I think, jeez, I've never heard of it. It really has surprised me too. Wow. I think it's better than like just being left to waste away because mm-hmm. this just this seems to me like accelerated wasting away. And when you really look at it, you actually want wasting away to take as long as possible so that the person can really suffer, you know? So yeah. accelerating the process seems to be a bit against the point for me. I also think it's a bit expensive because honey and milk 
That's no, you you fail. Zero out of ten. <laughs> you guys are talking about how the milk and honey would have been a nice sort of add-on to your death, but it was yeah. you were force-fed it. You weren't allowed hey. to drink it at your leisure. You were force-fed it, as in you were op- your mouth was open and it was poured down your gullet. <laughs> That so is, what that if you're is. lactose intolerant? Well, That's then it's just worse. <laughs> <laughs> then your stomach explodes and you die instantly. Do you think it's possible for, like, if, if you were force-fed something that was fluid, like milk and honey, mm-hmm. and it was, like, mixed together or something, do you think it's possible that you could basically create a free, free-flowing current through a person? So it goes, like, Holy through their purple. stomach, through wow. their bowels, and... This is just like I just thought of it. Like, do you think that's possible? I think yes, but it would require a lot of pressure. Mm. Yeah, and you'd probably have to trephinate a person so that they breathe through a tube Mm-mm. because you can't breathe and like consume at the same time. So I think we should just put a disclaimer: if there are any supreme leaders from any countries around the world listening, please do not listen to our ideas. <laughs> or, oh. or preferably reward us for our ideas because we're doing some excellent brainstorming right now. Hashtag not sponsored yet. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by. <laughs> uh, this episode sponsored by Emodium. Make your shit stay inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Mackie, we're, we're probably on some kind of no fly, no fly. Oh, hundred percent. Okay, so I'm gonna go move on to the next torture mechanism. So I'm gonna steal this one and go next. Then Jotun and not a nerd can. Debate who wants to go next, but my torture mechanism, this is also the worst one I can, I've heard about and seen with my own eyes, is the bamboo torture method. And this is a torture method where there's, it's done different parts of Asia, do it slightly different. So we'll touch on the more dramatic one. So you guys don't laugh off the rest of what I'm about to say, where you would be, t- your your arms and hand, your arms and legs would be tied to four different stumps and they'll plant bamboo saplings underneath the person's whip so they will keep them elevated so the person will be lying on their back almost they'll be elevated by their arms and hands and they'll put the bamboo saplings at the near the back region so by the back and they'll just let the bamboo grow and i'm not sure if you guys know that bamboo grows roughly i think it's four centimeters per second and that uh, that's impossible no it grows qu- right four, four, four centi- centimeters per second no per second per second bamboo that's grows cuck. i'm gonna have to fact check you on that yeah, <laughs> please I go know, ahead i know i'm not a ner- i know i'm not there is fury there is furious <laughs> typing of <laughs> keyboards going on in the background please. right now according to guinness world records some species of bamboo <laughs> can grow up to <laughs> 2.9 the same thing. <laughs> foot per day or 1.5 inches an hour. So if you sit long enough with bamboo calm, it might just grow before your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what one, it is. One inch is two and a half centimeters. So 1.5 is going to be 3.75 centimeters per hour. Holy shit. Okay. Goodness world That's record hectic, says 91 centimeters a day. Good God. That's, That's hectic, dude. It does depend on the type of species of bamboo because there are, I've been to a zoo recently and there's apparently like a thousand species of bamboo. There's certain bamboo that grows incredibly quick. Like you can watch it and you can see it physically grow from its sapling form uh, okay. to its 
midway height. It is incredibly fast growth. And mm. what, okay. what zoo you, is that? Do they have exhibitions of watching the paint dry? And I have no idea. Just watch this bamboo grow. <laughs> well, bamboo has been used in a number of different areas for structure, for uh, containers. It's, it's a well versatile vegetable like, yeah. no, plant because you can eat it. That's why I say vegetable. Ooh, and bamboo shoots, they taste you. Well, that's what I'm saying. Now, imagine putting these saplings. So you have the person, uh, say, an inch above the ground. You put around me, maybe like 10 saplings underneath in the soil, right below their back region, and just let the bamboo grow. Now, this bamboo, bamboo is grows straight. It doesn't do what most plants do and grows around the obstacles. It goes straight. If there's something there, it'll grow, it'll grow until it cannot grow anymore. And imagine having these bamboo shoots slowly protruding further and further going inside your back so you initially feel like there's blood pouring down you and then still growing past your organs straight through your stomach and it will continue to grow like there's nothing there it just kept growing and growing and growing now that's that's like the extreme case now what certain other portions of southeast asia used to do is they used to put a, a little bit grown sapling bamboo sapling and make someone sit on it so Ooh. now the bamboo is not going through your back, but up your butt. And see, butt stuff is the worst. I'm sorry. Let's <laughs> just get that straight. Butt stuff is the worst. <laughs> now, there were people who were taught when obviously Amer Japan was part of the war. Some Americans were captured, and this is how they were tortured. Now, there are people who have recovered from having. I was just say <laughs> their butts being penetrated by <laughs> a growing bamboo shoot for torture reasons because now you're saying where's this where's this thing where's this thing and you're having this thing going further actively growing further in your nether region <laughs> so, so i also thought of this but having like someone basically swallow a, a little care package of bamboo seeds with some soil but I think the problem is that there's no sunlight inside a person. Mm -hmm. So acid in it would like grow well. up until a point. Yeah, I also think there's the acid, acid in the stomach. stomach as well. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, that's, that's, but that's the thing. Having the bamboo that's planted in the soil, it doesn't require extreme amount of sunlight. It does require warmth and that, that kind of stuff. But bamboo is highly resilient. That's why it's, it's, it's so abundant everywhere. It can be grown in, in a few days to a massive heights. But having this kind of torture mechanism where it's very natural and that's why i thought hey this is actually a really effective means of torture because you have it in a grow and it's growing slowly but now you're giving that person time to think things through while this thing's like penetrating them whichever way you would like to penetrate them <laughs> it's your guys decision and then it's not my decision how you guys would like to penetrate the person but <laughs> you say that again, but slowly, and with your eyebrows raised. Oh my god! <laughs> and I shall penetrate you with my fiendishly long bamboo shoot. You just need, you just need to rub it, hey? You just have to rub it up and down. It's not a, it's not a magic lantern, bro. This isn't Aladdin. <laughs> oh, dude, that's that's okay. You could definitely make it work if you probably made the person go up and down, because then oh. there wouldn't be slight sun exposure. <laughs> okay. And and it would actually be a much worse form of torture because it would be like doing it again and again. Like like that would be reaching Sisyphean levels of torture. Yeah. But, but do you not think it, at some point, if it's like squeaky clean, you would just hear that quick, 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 quick. You know that, that squeaky sound when something's super clean? 
But to, the thing is to be to be tortured and possibly killed by this way. It's just it's a lot of people actually don't believe this is a form of torture because, like you guys were saying, bullcrap to the growth rate of bamboo. I, I have a point to make. Um, the the male G spot is located in the prostate, <laughs> and the way you get there is through your butthole. So yeah. torture could also become a form of pleasure. So where does that leave Up us? Up until a certain point. <laughs> and this is this is this is good that we we talk about this because we don't so, want our torture to be happy in any kind so of like way. Like death by orgasm? Question mark. <laughs> well, that's why I, I mentioned the first ways where your arms are attached to stumps on your limbs. Sorry, your limbs are attached to stumps. Yeah, you did say that, but then we quickly like you know diverged into the anal stuff. That, that's why I started <laughs> with that one first because I knew you guys yeah. were going to diverge. <laughs> good idea. Yes, well done. <laughs> But I must say, I don't think the, the the anal torture would actually work because there's a big difference between growing in like full shade and growing in absolutely no sun. And I think it's safe to say that inside a bottle, full shade. there is absolutely no sun. <laughs> well, I think this the growth rate would be there, just be a lot slower. So that's why they tested it that like a person's obviously strung up and having the stuff things underneath their back would still grow. grow. It grew normally but but imagine being in a conservative like like hyper conservative like religious state where anything like homosexual was considered bad and and now there's like this executioner <laughs> that's doing this it's stuff like, and oh all no. you're saying is like oh daddy daddy don't do that like they'd have to let you go because no one's going to want to do that to you <laughs> dude you joke but <laughs> But to put it very bluntly, butt stuff was happening inside very conservative circles uh, with, within the torture world. That's that's what I'm saying now. Oh, big time. Okay. So so for anyone that's interested, this isn't... Uh, look, I'm not encouraging you. Don't do this at home. Don't compromise your Google search. But if you're interested, the look up the, the Spanish Inquisition. And um, Inquisition, yeah. The Judas, the Judas <laughs> That's what we'll call it. <laughs> uh, for anyone that's interested, we have our OnlyFans page as well. <laughs> <laughs> Ramble, shamble, analyzed. <laughs> for you three other people, just quickly Google Spanish Inquisition, Judas Che. But I just want to say, uh, or I've got a question. Is this podcast still safe to release? <laughs> uh, well, this episode will be something special, which the audience will know. This episode is sponsored by Oh, jeez. No, Jujus definitely wasn't sitting on that chair. <laughs> now my internet search is compromised. <laughs> it's compromised. Yeah, we're, we're all processing. We're all like, okay, we've all undergone like group trauma. Now this is therapy. <laughs> the NSA is very curious about your search history there. <laughs> <laughs> FBI, don't fucking move. <laughs> <laughs> so this 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 isn't sponsored by Wrigley's what Chew. It, it isn't sponsored by any anything like that. This is sponsored by our favorite pharmaceutical market. You know, naturally, big pharma. Okay, oh, and especially the leading anesthetic brands. Okay, that's like Novartis. Mylan, Teva, Merck, and other such companies. Thank you for your sponsorship. 
I feel like your torture method is going to involve some sort of anesthesia method. Okay, guys, we're going to move on to the next uh, person to give their torture of choice. So, some interesting one. Uh, Jules gave one with very interesting, quite similar to, I have to say, I was quite on the same kind of lines where, like, nature does the torture for the person and they're left to suffer for however long. But Jotun... Not a nerd who wants to go. Who's who's keen to go next? You can let you, you can let Yotan go. Okay, Yotan. Yeah. Okay. So everybody, I want you to close your eyes okay. now. Was that a request or a command? No, 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 <laughs> no it's a command. Command for all of you listeners as well. Mm. Okay, close your eyes. Daddy. Yeah, yeah, start it. <laughs> <laughs> you you are you are a torturer. You have been called upon by the king of the kingdom to make this entire process as painful and as merciless and as long as possible, right? So you don't want like your torture method to last a few moments, even a few hours, or maybe even a few days. No, your ideal form of torture is one that will remind this person of that torture for the rest of their life. You could cripple them. You could make it so that a joint feels pain over the course of every single winter or maybe when they get up to pee in the middle of the night they forget about the fact that they have a screwed up ankle and they step on that and get woken in their rep in in their slumber in their nocturnal state by this agonizing pain but no we're not looking at that today we're looking at a cruel and unusual form of torture that lasts for days and that you can also survive okay some breaking something like an okay you can open your eyes now breaking something like your ankle or your knee <laughs> and making sure now this is this is my ideal one but it's not a form of torture okay this is just me being like in my torture mindset because i've gone to dark places you want this form of torture to actually mangle the person's body because it heals in the wrong way and for the most part always that will be break some kind of a joint and make it heal in the wrong position or just in some weird way so that like i said every winter when it gets really cold this person's going to feel those aches and stiffness and when they stand up to pee in the middle of the night then they'll also feel the pain in that joint but because I'm looking at official forms of torture over here, I had to choose flaying. Can Do any of you guys know what flaying is? I do. Well, tough luck because it's my turn to talk, so I'm <laughs> going to describe it. <laughs> okay. So for anyone interested, um, which I'm guessing is everyone because you're listening no. to this episode, flaying is one of the oldest forms of torture that we know about because there are records of it going back as far as 1000 BC in the Assyrian Empire, where people would literally hang up the results of flaying on the city walls to scare away enemies and to show, look what I did to all these other conquerors. So basically, it's a very old technique, and it comes from removing a person's skin while they are still alive. Back in ye olden days of Assyria, and for the most part with most forms of laying, it would be a person that was strung up so that their arms were above their head, 
and their feet were tied together and you would try to remove the skin of the person's body in one solid piece. Uh. Normally, you would start with the face and slowly go down the person, well, probably after the face was done or like till the neck or something, you'd then start at the hands, but then you'd go down the body and try to peel it off in one whole piece. They tried to upgrade this to new forms of fun in the medieval age, uh, medieval times where they flayed just sections of the body so that you didn't die of shock or blood loss. And that was genuinely the result of flaying. You either die of shock or blood loss because the, the, the intense amounts of... Everybody, you got to understand, there are two types of pain receptors, generally speaking, that we have in our body. That's in our skin. And although you, you might think that, oh no, but I feel pain under my skin. No, 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 no. You don't realize that your skin goes like a centimeter deep into your body. So actually you're still feeling pain in the nerves, the nerve ends in your skin. So you have nerve endings in your skin and in your bones. Okay. So apart from bones breaking and your skin being traumatized, there is basically no other form of pain except in your mouth and so yeah flaying is probably the worst form of torture that i can think of uh, i, was gonna say, do you know I want the class to of... settle down because this this one <coughs> this one adhd kid over here can't keep quiet for five minutes yes i can't, I, I honestly can't <laughs> you know how much self-control this episode's taking like for me just to stay quiet anyway you know i'm thinking of you know that that vi- that episode of vikings Mm. Where yeah. Ragnar is like making Bl- that eagled. one enemy is- There we go, the blood eagle. You know exactly. Yeah, you know exactly which episode we're talking about right now. After <laughs> talking about playing the blood eagle, dude. It's like that guy is like getting. He's basically getting butchered on the back, where they like take his skin off and then they like open up the what was it like the rib cavities or something yeah. from the back, and then they pull out the the lungs. The lungs, stuff, yeah. You know? How hectic is that, dude? Like you're flaying, that's like flaying, but then on top of flaying, it's just like, you know, slaying. Boo, rhyming. I didn't know it was a crime, but yeah. Okay. So I think we all want to talk about the blood eagle. So let me finish talking about this and then we can get to that. In the medieval ages, they tried to upgrade that by making sure that the person didn't die of shock, shock or blood loss, but, and by doing it in sections. But I think... If I were to do it, I would probably just have a medical practitioner be close by so that as the skin is taken off, they can make sure that there isn't too much blood loss and basically antisepticize like as much as possible or yeah, basically put um, what do they call it? Monkey blood or tiger balm on. <laughs> so that you don't bleed too much. <laughs> but we all know how much that stings. They don't know what that is overseas. Monkey blood uh, isn't okay. like actual monkey blood. It's like a local it's like a local disinfectant essentially. So it, yeah, so it keeps it that hurts so it like keeps, a bitch. It disinfects your it disinfects your root and keeps it relatively sterile at the same time. Yeah. So I would apply that to the areas that were that had skin taken off already. Because I think it would be a really cruel and unique form of torture if you could have 
a victim survive and see their own skin hung up in front of them. Well, the, the, the one thing I have to say there is that when you're removing the skin, I can, I can understand that you can try to save the blood loss as well as kind of try to reduce the pain. Unless you're using some kind of morphine or something like that to kind of dull the pain senses to the point where they're still getting the torture of the skin being pulled off. But at the same time, like not just giving out because the thing is you want the torture mechanism to be painful but at the same time you want to give them that like essence of hope to possibly still kind of like why am i fighting this because at one yeah. point like if you removed half my body like say my say you've started from my feet and now moving up now half my body is now exposed to all kinds of stuff i'm just gonna say i'm i'm not fighting this crap anymore because it's it's over but i think you can say it to any form of torture really because unless you're doing like but yeah yeah i, th I think all our tortures would have that same consequence yeah so first of all i think that this is a particularly nice form of torture because with with most other forms of torture you do it and it's kind of like there's no going back in a way because you can kneecap a person or knee split a person but once their knees are screwed their knees are screwed you know there's no you're not getting back to that same kind of acute form of pain but with with flaying you can go as long Dude. and as slowly as you like yeah but we uh... could we could have a bry or something next door they'd just be slowly peeling away <laughs> a shrimp i'm gonna put a shrimp on the barbie yeah <laughs> <laughs> Most people did die of this due to shock or blood loss before they got to um, like below the waist. So I have to add that caveat. Do you know what I would start with there? What, it's the like face? I'd start. No, 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 no. You work up. This isn't the facial I paid for. No, 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 no. <laughs> Why are you it's taking totally my skin? Oh, the skin is supposed to stay Why? on. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I'll start with like the little toe, right? Yeah. You know, just a little toe. But then next you go to like the kneecap, right? Oh. And you just take a bit of skin off the knee. Mm. Right? Oh. And then you go to a different toe. And you just play around, and you don't take off an entire leg. You take off like little circles. You know, oh, so that's like worse. A polka dot. Yeah, gotta, because yeah. It's, that it's the inconvenience of something like that. Yeah, like you know, doing the back of the back of the knee, and like the the yeah. with arm that oh sure. back of the knee, the oh, weenus, no. then the small of the back, <laughs> then oh. the neck, then then like just under the throat. <laughs> You go, you know, you gotta warm the person up to it. You gotta uh, add yeah. some foreplay there, man. Yeah. You know, oh. you can't just go right into the climax of the situation. I'm uncomfortable. But but honestly, <laughs> that like, why 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 take them off all at the same time? No, true. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Makes sense. Uh, everybody, let's list the top five places to start this localized form of play. <laughs> We're going to get a bunch of weirdos on our podcast. <laughs> your guys, your guys, top five places. Go. Mackie. The anus. Oh, no, oh, I, I was about to say the back of the knee will be the worst and the that, the weenus, the under part of your elbow. Oh, just anything where it involves like a joint movement because then I, I, I would let them loose because then they, when they walk around, they will have to walk around with this irritation pain of all these. Oh, sorry, that just made. Oh, uh, I'm done. I've, I've, <laughs> I've, got, I've got an even better one. 
<laughs> okay, right. yes. Maki added another level. Okay. Yeah. Five five places that you do the flaying and then you you cut them off and their punishment is done and they have to live with that. Oh. But I just wanna say, I don't know if this is possible, but I'd like take something like the earlobe. Oh. Because it's irritating. Oh. And, and it's small and minor, but it's also inconvenient. And and your yeah. hair is brushing up against it all day. Exactly. It's 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 not and it's not like you can hide your earlobe comfortably, you know? It's like I don't think back in the day they had like these fancy ass beanies that hips as well. You know? Uh, so it's the inconvenience of like having the feeling plus inconvenience of people asking you why is your earlobe look so inflamed <laughs> okay we have we have any joints from Mackie any five joints you you uh not a nerd finish your five it's earlobes earlobes around the belly button <laughs> I was also thinking that but you gotta start on the inside of the belly button yeah like well, not right even. at like, the center right at the center, knob, center you know yeah a belly button and uh, that like counts if you're any Oreo and Alti yeah you you know that little you know that little part between your bum cheeks and your legs you're you know tight. when you sit no 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 not that the part. devil's not track with, no no not not with the anus and like the penis and stuff but like you know when you sit down and there's that like little fold between your legs. Oh, the and fold! Oh man, yeah, that, that little fold, that little fold, you know. But you that'll, take that's like from... permanent chafing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then, okay, and then, that's three. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then, uh, and then a bit just in the in the anal cavity, just a bit, you know. Just for it to be uncomfortable, not for like it to like kill you, but you know, like when you when like when when you might have wiped too much and it gets like irritated. Oh. But imagine that like <laughs> constant, like throughout the entire day, and never ending, right? Like that type of vibe, and then uh, maybe a bit like you know where you can't stretch on your back and like stretch. Oh, oh, that's oh, That's just gonna annoy yeah. me. <laughs> like exactly, it doesn't have to hurt, but it's gotta be irritating. Like pain right is something between you the can shoulder blades. Yeah, like pain is something people can suck up, but something to be truly irritating and like inconvenient, right? Oh. That is more oh, irritating man. than pain. Like anyone can take pain. Yeah. Okay, we have we have not a nerd's five. You, Jules. All right, so I'm talking about joints or anything, basically. Anything where you say yes, any any body part. Yeah. Okay, so number one, I think I'd remove your eyelids. Oh, that's a good one. That's it's. I think it's. I think it's safe to say that that's all skin. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, I can remove your eyelid. Uh, also, probably the sort of um, how do I say this? So in the back of your tricep, there's a nerve center. And so if you Ooh. remove probably part of that, that's probably going to be quite painful as uh -huh. well. Um, uh -huh. Probably so. you, um, underneath, not necessarily the nail itself, but underneath your fingernails. I don't know how you'd access that, but I'm sure there are methods to do that. If I'm thinking rather thoroughly, some basically your whole upper palate probably, and also maybe your uh, uh, your lower palate as well. Or basically anything that I don't, that I don't think we this. should count the inside of the mouth. Okay, can we count the inside of the nose? Okay, well, I'll, I'll let you decide. I'll take no, small no, no, shavings of his nose. Yeah, oh, nose but, is no, all but inside of, really? But the 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 covering of it isn't cartilage. Yeah, I guess so. You could do that. Do you not do you not 
Do you know what would be torture though? You know when like you've got a too long of a nose hair yes. and you can't put it out? <laughs> but you can't get it, right? So you're just pulling on it and your eyes start yeah. staring because it's like this weird sensation between ticklish okay. and painful. Okay, finish, finish uh, Jules. All right, so other than eyelids and nerve center, probably maybe the back of your Achilles heel. I feel like that would be quite painful as well. Oof. Um, yeah, that, that would be bad. Like proper tackies or high, to, high tops. Yeah, no, that the chafing there is going <laughs> to be insanely painful. Um, I'm also thinking here, maybe something to do with your ears if you're a gamer. This is a very specific market, like anybody who's a musician or a gamer. Your ears are very important because you need headphones. And so probably something to do with the ear, maybe the back or just the lining of the ear. <laughs> you assuming these people are going to go back to normal society? <laughs> the day are yeah, listen, they, yeah, if you don't stop playing games, we're going to remove your ears. <laughs> Jules, uh, Jules, and not a nerd, like basically started to barter with the audience. You know, like <laughs> a little bit over here, not too much, you know. Okay. Yeah, but the thing is, it's more torturous if it's inconvenience as well. Mm. Yeah. Because I feel like you can find ways around this, the, the, in, like the pain of something. But like if it, inconveniences your entire day you know th that's irritating that's like actual torture agreed okay briefly say mine i would do all the glabrous zones of your body which are the palms of your hands the soles of your feet and your cheeks then i wouldn't do it on the skin of your jaw so cheeks but no jaw and then that's three then starting at like just below the hinge of your jaw. I would go from there up until the clavicular cleft. So like just above your clavicles or your chest bones, everyone. Um, so like there, that triangle. And that's three. No, that's four. And mm -hmm. then I think the small of your back. The what of your and back? That's about it. The small so basically, of your back. The small. Basically, from just above your tailbone or your waistline uh, there, uh, up until <laughs> up until where your uh, rib cage starts. I don't know about you guys, but this is both grossing me out and being, it's highly fascinating to see how creative you guys can be with your things. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay, uh, time is running short, so. No pressure, not a nerd, take, take the time that you need to convey your torture method, but it is now your time to both gross me out and make me want to rinse my ear, ears out of this episode. Ah, so, as you guys might have noticed, I, I, I have been thinking more of the lines of inconvenience, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so this might have not been done, but I mean, if it was... It would be great. And it's not just like one thing. It's multiple things, right? So uh, I'm, I am a fan of the, the sick human beings on Reddit. <laughs> and often <laughs> people ask very interesting questions, right? So things along the lines of like, what's something uh, that would be a mild inconvenience if happened enough would be outright torture for example mm -hmm. right or if hell was a place of mild inconveniences rather than outright torture what punishments would there be right these type of things fascinate me you know because it's things we don't we, we take for granted in our daily lives for example the one day i read yeah one day i read you know that little uh plate in your microwave yes mm. <laughs> what if someone just took it away 
<laughs> yeah, and you can never replace it. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't do that to me. Yeah. This guy is you an know, actual supervillain. Like how, uh, how irritating would that be, dude? <laughs> like, it would become so horrible. Look, look yeah. I, I, I've tried microwaving a, po- a packet of... Like, I tried microwaving before without that disc. Because uh, I said, oh, what would that thing actually do? But you need that spinning, you need that spinning plate because you're gonna get one side that's really well cooked, possibly catches on fire, and the yeah. other and uh, two regions which are completely cold or slightly warm because it's got that heat coming. Oh, jeez, I would toss that microwave right out of the kitchen, <laughs> out the window, in the bin. Oh no, you 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 don't take away the plate. You take away the wheels of the plate. So that we, because the, the, that just means that the plate will turn. But it'll just be wonky right. and yeah. like turning on the side the whole time. So is that your, is that your submission? The missing microwave plates, not a nerd. Yeah, yeah, but like you can't replace it, right? Because it doesn't really fit on. You need the little nodules and things that like stick. But then another one was someone mentioned uh, the show Supernatural uh, had this thing uh, sort of had their own take on this, right? And it is like. Uh, Basically, if you're standing in the line for hell, the moment you get to the front of the line, you're teleported immediately back to the back. Oh. oh. You know? So you never... Wow. <laughs> you're stuck in this, like, never-ending, like, line. But not only that, you <laughs> see have... you see all the yeah. shit that's happening in hell around you all the time. So you know that that's waiting yeah. for you. And you never know when the end of the line is finally going to come and you're not going to be teleported back. So you're living in constant dread and terror of what's going to be happening yeah. to you inside of hell. But, but yeah. damn it, Another, you've been in this line for so long. God, they just so like long. let you through already. <laughs> Eddie. Uh, another one was everything would be just a little too high. So, so <laughs> that if you're trying to reach it, it's annoying. So you have to do that little yeah. hop or stand in your tippy toes in an uncomfortable way. <laughs> so no matter what you're trying to reach or get, it's just like that far away from oh, you. So that's like you know? tantalus, and but everything. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, I mean, torture doesn't have to be like this heavily. I mean, like this heavily, like extreme thing. It's just like small, tiny things that really build up. And, and play psychologically because I think the worst yeah, forms man. of torture like, is, like, is like psychological I mean like sleep deprivation is like being one of the most incredible forms of of torture 100% you know, so these like these old school like uh, scientists from like Russia or America or even Japan and stuff like that where they do all these trials with sleep deprivation yeah. and how it like really messes up a human's psychological well-being and stuff you know that's torture it didn't i mean it didn't physically kill them but to go throughout the rest of your life living a life that is not fulfilling or a life that is like not even worth living that is so horrible so you know? so so Mackie um, I think that's a pretty nice caveat for the next question. What the, that's personal tortures. Uh, the, didn't you say the weakest forms of torture? Yes. So the section, would, the really brief section that we will go through is the weakest form of tortures. However, I will accept if you guys want to tackle more personal tortures, because I know there's some personal things that really talk, make you that well personally would torture me because not a nerd i'll go into my one very briefly when you mentioned those small little grievances like the microwave thing i immediately remember mm. this one mm. 
article that made me realize that this would be the worst form of torture f- personally for me and because it's so subtle yet so torturous because it's something that i hold very dear i love to cook and being held against my arms and legs and just being up watching someone cook these really using these really expensive ingredients and cooking horribly wrong like doing everything completely wrong mm. like dissecting an avocado <laughs> with a spoon and uh, a full round cake but instead of cutting from like getting slices like you would think no they cut a, a triangle piece from the middle of the cake and taking that piece out so now the rest of the cake you can't get a perfect triangle piece and that would be it's so subtle it's like come on Mackie, that's that's a nothing like a small a triangle piece but you can still eat the cake is still fine to eat it's like no but you've ruined the whole you ruined everything about cake where it's no longer <laughs> a perfect triangle uh square a uh, triangle volume it's now any new piece that you get out of that cake is going to be wrong <laughs> this is done all wrong and personally for me I, that that would just be such a form of torture that would annoy me to, to that little bit of extent but being unable to control that kind of thing, I think I would just go nuts. I would go crazy. <laughs> or, pre- or preparing the perfect meal, the perfect five-star meal, and just before they're about to serve it, they just like empty a whole kg of salt onto it. Ugh. No, for me, it's more of the preparation. Like I- I've seen people like do certain things of their preparation of food, and I don't mind it. But when you have like this like really one-of-a-kind special ingredient, and now you. Like I know these how to prepare the, most of these things, and seeing them like now I'll say, oh, I'll just use this device, and it's like no, please just no, stop, 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 and I just, just I kind of <laughs> I'm like shouting this at the screen, please stop, and they they're still going ahead with it, I'm like no, but I think that's that's my quick submission. I think we will do reverse order now. Let's let's mm-hmm. do you, not a nerd. What would personally torture you, or what what weak weakest form of torture would hit you hit you, but uh, it's something that you have to deal with. Mm, I think, you know that, you know when you get like a little hair stuck in your eyelashes oh. and it feels like it's in your eye, <laughs> but you can't like get it out? <laughs> I, th- I think that would irritate me. Honestly, like it's, it's, it's like so innocuous, but at the same time, it's so frustrating, especially if you're in a conversation with someone and you want to do it like, in a way that looks nonchalant or doesn't look like you're actually trying to do something. So you're just like, yeah, no, good. Um, and then you scratch your eye a bit, you know, see like that. I think that would irritate me because it's like something that, that also like you have to physically do in front of someone, you know, because it's not just you, but like other eyes are on you now. And like for you to walk around the entire day, trying to take something out of your eyes, if you're like busy working or like an office or like, at school, whatever, you know, that would also be irritating. <laughs> I can, as an, yeah, I uh, sure, no, that would be annoying. Like, I mean, that, that piece of, something that goes into your eye and you like, flip, how do I get this thing out of my eye? And then trying to always, like you say, act natural, but at, at the same time, your eyes like watering like you've. <laughs> and you, Jules? <laughs> oh, wait, no, this is your turn. Sorry. To, 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 to up that for, for not a nerd. So I think the white layer of your eye is actually called sclera. So I think if you make an incision into the sclera and insert something magnetic into the eyeball and then put mm. iron fillings directly on the eye oh. so that it's always being pulled towards that magnet, I think you could Ooh. make a beautiful form of torture that way. 
Well, well done for making a Remind new me film. Remind me never to piss off Yota never again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, hashtag North Korea. Sponsor uh, me. I just want to tell you one more thing. You know, you know, like, you know when you've got underwear and it's like starts developing a hole. Oh, yes, yes. And like sort of, and your testy sort of starts like protruding out of the hole, but it's only one. And the hole's not like big enough for like, for everything. So imagine every time you get a new pair of underwear, that it, the hole is just perfect for like one testy to like stick out. I've not worn my underwear for okay. that long to, but let's just move away from that. Okay. Uh, the You're- two cases that would be necessary or that would allow that to happen is like the uh, witness program from like, I don't know, helping a drug bust or something where they control your environment and a genie. I think that's the only way you can make that <laughs> undies scenario work. Genie, I wish mm. for the worst pair of underwear for the rest of my life. Okay. Your <laughs> wish has been granted. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jotun, let's give okay, you one. So I I would define the like like I was saying, the best kind of torture and therefore also the one that would make me that I would fear the most is one that you have to live with for all of your life. And I think the worst would be where there was an acute episode or discreet, uh, like an hour long of torture that scars you for the rest of your life. Because then you have psychological trauma that goes along with reminders of physical pain. And for me, that would be um, crippling of some kind, mangling the body. So like I was saying earlier, Break a joint, make sure that it doesn't heal properly so that it gives you enough hope so that you, you're able to use the damn thing. But you're like you're like a cripple now, you're like you've got a club foot or something. And every winter, a thing's going to ache and it's going to pain. And every time you try to pee in the middle of the night, you're going to forget about it and stand up and feel that pain as well. But I think probably the worst kind of torture and that I know very well is dental things and that's because with most parts of your body if the shock gets acute enough your body can sever the connection to the nerves feeling that pain through your spinal cord but things in your mouth go directly to your brain there's no middleman that the brain can cut off there so i think this is a new invented form of torture i think that if you sawed through the middle of a tooth so that the two separate roots (laughs) were uh, disconnected and kind of free-flowing. And then you make sure that it's like they heal separately. Like that tooth won't be whole anymore and it'll be shifting around a little bit. So every time you eat, you're going to feel that pain. (laughs) I think that's a pretty cruel and unusual. Yeah, I think you can just put the aircon on perpetually. <laughs> or you can like mix and match it, sort in half, and then pull the one half out so that the person has gap teeth. Really, man, that, <laughs> and that's the weirdest horrible. kind oh, psychological of psychological trauma and physical pain. Wow, yeah. awesome! Yeah, it's like you could never smile properly again. Okay, Jules. Okay, so a personal one of mine is actually also something to do with dental. Oh. You know when you eat mangoes or biltong? Yes. And there's that one motherfucking thing that's just stuck in the middle for the entire day oh. that you can only ever remove with a toothpick? <laughs> oh. Or like a, a floss of some sort? Yeah, no, I... I um, If I could remove that completely from every single one of my days, I would. If I could remove that from any person's life, I would. <laughs> and so Dude, if you're talking you know, about like- torture... 
then you're also talking about like if you could actually implant that you could never ever remove it and then that would just be there for the rest of your life i think i'd probably die <laughs> but the, the worst is like when your tongue starts yes. being so sensitive yes because you're like <laughs> and then you start, you start to like move it along and then it's like why won't it come out and then you figure uh, out wait a minute uh, this is in the wrong spot i've been fishing in the wrong spot and then you move the spot <sighs> i think i know how to make your one the worst because in a torture mechanism so i'll sedate i'll put the person to sleep and then i would as you say put a, a like a metal filing but before that i'll drill between the two teeth so they'll put like a metal rod between the tooth and uh between two teeth and i'll slide along a say a metal wire so or so, something not quite metal maybe something that's doesn't degrade so a piece of plastic and i'll put it between that that rod so and heal the, te the teeth now I'll, I'll let the person wake up and then let them naturally wake up to the point and then they feel something between their teeth and i can feel it like I can shift this thing around. I just didn't get my tongue in the right position. And I'll let them do that for hours and hours because you'll never be able to take it off because it, it's it's not something that you can slide out between your teeth. It's literally fastened to your teeth. But it has enough give that it seems that it, it is possible. But the person won't be able to get it out because it's not possible. But they think it's possible. And they're forever in that torture state. Oh my gosh, that is such a horrible way of torture. Oh. <laughs> or, or you can, or you can give them that kind of torture, but make them think that you're actually doing them a service. So oh. if you're a particularly <laughs> like sadistic dentist, then <laughs> if you have some patients come that want a filling to be filled, then what you do is you, you clean, you clean the cavity and you make like a nice layer of that dental cement. Then you put in your your little irritation device over there. And you put on some of that temporary filling stuff on top of that. So they, they go out and they think, oh man, look at my pearly whites. They're shining so beautifully. But about a week or so later, the temporary stuff will disappear. And you'll just have a loose flowing little string of something that you notice. And oh, thinking, that's even worse. Like, I didn't have dent. I didn't have any biltong or budavort lately. What the hell is going on? <laughs> and then, the, like, no, you, it doesn't. It doesn't seem to be working. You're flossing and you're you're toothpicking, and it doesn't want to seem to go out, and it never will. So, Jules, <laughs> would, would you survive that kind of ordeal? <laughs> um, I feel like I'd probably remove every single tooth just just so I could feel some sort of relief oh uh, yeah <laughs> yeah teeth things and things to do with eyes and things to do with ears even so for instance something in the back of your ear that just won't leave you Oof. or something in the middle of your face like for instance hair that just won't go away Oof. one hair that's too short to fit into your ponytail it's just yeah <laughs> these constant uh, grievances these offensive body parts <laughs> why is my body betraying me do so guys, <laughs> do you guys think you could like embed something that would permanently give someone the smell of something terrible uh, you would have to like dog shit on the shoe yes no dude like like sewage like <laughs> like gives like put something up someone's nose that permanent uh, oh. like just a little a little bit of sewage smell like they can never be sure if oh dude like, was there a dog no, or no, something no, no. that crapped the... nearby <laughs> no the smell of someone's favorite food always in the nose Always, dude. Always. That will make you salivate. Like that's torture. 
that's proper torture, dude. No, but that's like psychological you know? torture to make you salivate until it doesn't. And then <laughs> your favorite food will never make you happy again. Oh, because you would get so it used to it. make you sad. <laughs> <laughs> but people will get used to the smell of, like, sewage, though, right? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, they would if they lived a- in it. Any smell, you will get eventually accustomed to it. And I can attest that. So, But the, uh, I, I do know, I know, I know that there are pills that make your breath smell like proper garbage. Like, it's the worst smell that you can ever come across. And it's people trying to, I think it's allergic, some allergy pills. So people who are allergic to dogs, they get dogs. They have this weird reaction where their breath just sounds like, smells like death. Like people smell it and it's like, it's the worst smell that can ever come out of anyone's mouth. Now imagine putting that into them, but you're not torturing, say, you're not really torturing them because they wouldn't realize because they, it's a cuss, they, they don't smell it. But everyone around them smells this pugent death smell coming from them, they have no idea why. Ugh. Oh, what? What if torture is like? What if every time you on a on like a, a romantic date, and every time you want to say something that's really romantic, you just sneeze <laughs> or or fart or something like that? You know, like you know, I honey, really I really ought to. No, no, I mean, I really ought to. <laughs> Jesus, this is really happening. God, no, no, honey, I really ought. To. No, 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 no. You, you know. <laughs> And every time you try to write a note, like your arm, like uh, like you want to write "I love you" on a note, like your penmanship just goes out the window and it's <laughs> illegible or something like that. You know, like <laughs> there's a lot of different weird tortures. Oh no, dude! Like, like, like you. Uh, we're we're only now in the budding stages of neuroscience and like recoupling a person's brain with uh, like transcranial magnetic resonance stimulation and stuff like that what if you do like do it in such a way that every time the person has that feeling of starting to fall in love instead they just like feel disgust like every time like right at that brink of starting to fall in love just some other completely uh, uncalled for emotion like not necessarily disgust but any other emotion Oh, uh, that would be interesting. Okay, guys, I think we are coming to the end of this episode. <laughs> we're we getting to... pensive now. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. I think we, we come to the point where we're a little bit tapped at this stage. So I think we're going to conclude the episode here. But before we go, guys, again, very briefly, you won't take too much of your time. Again, you can find us on every, almost every social platform, including Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. Discord is one of the better platforms to get involved with us. Join us in podcasts like we have four people here. Perhaps we will do five. And don't forget, uh, and don't forget, we're sponsored by OnlyFans, and we've set up our own OnlyFans. You can find well. it at notanerd.com. So if you'd like to give us a like and a follow, <laughs> at uh, no, 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 OnlyFans forward slash notanerd. Thank you very much. And any any kind of shady company out there, you're also very welcome to sponsor us for our awesome ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, although not uh, so, not so, not officially, so but you can contact me personally. But guys, remember, we're all having laughs. We we decided to touch on this topic because it's something that real life has come across. And there's certain things that torture us, but we don't necessarily always speak about them. But again, guys, Ooh, if you like this... Don't bullet there. I thought you were going to say that it's something you think about very frequently. No, 100% not. <laughs> 100% not. But it's something that people say, oh, I hate Mondays. And it's like, is that a form of torture? And then seeing school kids being punished from them, it's like, is that a form of torture? 
technically it is because you are punishing them and torturing them in an inconvenient way. Nothing like adding the disclaimer at the end of the podcast. Oh no, we put the disclaimer after the first point. <laughs> but again, guys, if you like this episode, we do post every Thursday. We also have a shorter, not still very relevant, is called Ramble Shrapnel. Perhaps not a nerd and Jules will join us in the, that little shorter yet very significant little episode. But again, guys, I was joined again by Jotun, not a nerd, and Jules. Mackie signing off. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.